Praise the Lord. Hope everybody enjoyed the holidays. They're over. Uh, looking forward to see what God has for us this year. Want to learn how to trust God even more this year and uh, enjoy the process of living for God and winning souls and building a congregation. I look forward to the process because God has his ways. I have my thoughts and God has his ways and hopefully I don't get in the way of his ways. Don't let my thoughts get in his way. Uh, you know, I haven't tried that tithely deal, but we have that given online. I'm going to try it just to try. What is it, 3% charge? Okay. I haven't tried it yet. I'm just curious to try it. Just Okay. Like, kind of like my deal I've got going on but uh, God's good God is good and uh, I have a blessed I'm a blessed man living for God very blessed beyond measure brother Isaac if you bring up and get an offering and we'll uh, we're gonna sing tonight enjoy living for God it's wonderful living for God and I uh, want you guys to know that I'm still on uh, schedule of my yearly Bible reading so doing really good proud of myself and uh god will reward me for sticking with that we'll see how long that lasts but i've got about 15 reminders every day so i think i'll do pretty good i gotta find some time in there so let's all stand let's give god praise one more time we're going to sing some songs to him we're going to enjoy this living for god oh i love you god thank you oh i need you today god i worship you mighty god you deserve my praise Serve my worship, Lord God. There's nobody like you. I praise your wonderful name. I worship you, God. Say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. I'll say yes, Lord, yes. I will trust you and obey when your spirit speaks to me with my whole heart I'll agree and my answer will be yes Lord yes oh I'll say yes Lord yes to your will and to your way I'll say Lord, yes, I will trust you and obey when your spirit speaks to me. With my whole heart, I'll agree, and my answer will be yes, Lord, yes. Oh, I'll say yes, Lord, yes, to your will and to your way. Will be yes, 
spirit of worship in the house tonight. That's what it's all about. Well, one, let's all stand one more time. Let's give God a little more praise and thanks as Brother Erickson comes tonight and gives us lesson tonight. Oh, I love you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, the Lord takes good care of us, doesn't he? <coughs> Brother Scott helped me immensely. My little tractor I bought on an auction uh, had a major electrical issues. And um, over a process of time, Scott kept coming over and working on it, and and um, I felt horrible, but I was ever so thankful that uh, now you can click the key one way and the glow plugs will come on so the, the tractor will start right up, and it works great. And, and then I was driving it the day Scott had it done, and I saw this oil just leaking everywhere as I went, <laughs> hydraulic fluid. And I thought, oh, no. And so Scott thought maybe it was, you know, one of the seals in the back end had uh, broken loose or whatever. And uh, so I was expecting to, you know, have another major issue with this tractor. Well, I had a guy that knew this little tractor the other day, came over and looked at it, and um, come to find out it sat so long uh, when we were having those electrical issues that the... Um, hydraulic filter dried and cracked. And so the oil was coming out right around the hydraulic uh, filter. And so it wasn't a leak on the tractor. So I could pay a mere $48 and get a filter for that tractor. And, and uh, thank God it wasn't anything worse. And, uh, and so now my tractor is in good running condition. I'm so thankful. I felt like the Lord just helped us with that. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let me get to my stuff here. Great to have John and Debbie back home. We and family, we appreciate them so much. And um, we're all in this thing together. Let's see here. So I'm turning your attention tonight to the book of Acts, chapter number 10. I want to talk to you about Cornelius' household tonight. And my, my thought tonight is this. Essential, but insufficient. There are things in our life that we have need of in God that God gives us that are absolutely essential in our, in our walk with God and our salvation. But, um, but that's not all that we need. And so tonight this little thought is built around Cornelius, his household, this incredible spirit this man had who was not a Jew, and um, how that he sought after God, and he truly is uh, that one that to me is a great example of in the day that you seek for me with your whole heart, you shall find me. Amen. And so let's read verses 1 through 6 of X 10 tonight. I don't think that this has to take long, and um, 
You all are all so well-versed in the Word of God already. I don't need to explain to any things. But I want to just give you a thought uh, about coming into our new year this year, how that we want to be that whole Christian. I've kind of been dealing with wholeness over several different messages. And uh, this is kind of another idea along that same topic. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of the band called the Italian Band, a devout man and one that feared God with all his house, which gave much alms to the people and prayed to God always. He saw in a vision evidently about the ninth hour of the day an angel of God coming into him and saying unto him, Cornelius, and when he looked on him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? And he said unto him, Thy prayers and thine alms are come up for a memorial before God. And now send men to Joppa and call for one Simon, whose surname is Peter. He lodgeth with one Simon a tanner, whose house is by the seaside. He shall tell thee what thou oughtest to do. Amen. Lord, I pray that you bless your word tonight. I pray, Lord, that this truth, O oh God, would be something that would help us. It would be something to grow us, to develop us. Lord, I pray that you'd encourage people tonight and let them know the goodness of God. And all this we ask in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Thank you for standing. There are some truths that are so obvious it's like... Uh, as simple as falling off a log. I mean, uh, to say that a man is a good carpenter uh, would have to recognize and realize tonight that that carpenter is going to use nails to build a house. It's not just lumber. And um, it's going to be all of the tools he needs in order to make it. Of course, there are many other things he needs to have besides just wood and nails but to build a frame. And, and how much of an offense would it be if I told Buck tonight, Buck, our, our resident uh, man, of, man of the wood, <laughs> um, uh, you know, Buck, you need nails. He'd say, come on. We're a little past that, aren't we? Haven't I already proven enough that I, I know construction? It's obvious you need nails. Nails is a truth that is, needs to be unsaid. It's the obvious, isn't it? Yet it would also be an insult to Buck if we, or any construction man, if we reminded him that nails are not enough. You know, we know you've got this lumber thing down. We know you've got this nail thing down. But, you know, really, let me just tell you, the nails aren't enough. And, he, and they would laugh at you because of their incredible vision their ability to be able to look at a blueprint and see what that thing is going to become is something that I am in awe and amazed over and I'm so impressed with. Some things that are essential, if they are left without the whole, they become insufficient. Think about the Lord who came and we know that the gospel is built on the death, the burial, and the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And, and we understand tonight how essential that is, how important that is. But what would happen 
tonight if Jesus only died? Well, how much of your salvation, your hope that you have tonight, is not only in the fact that he died for your sins, he was a, he was a lamb, right, who was sacrificed, but how much even more important is it, or not more, but equally as important, I should say, that he had to be buried. Why did he have to be buried? Well, number one, he had to put the gainsayers to flight. He had to prove that it wasn't the sleight of hand that revealed his death. Because there were others who came later who said he didn't die, his disciples stole him. So, so not only death was important, but, but also to be able to have him laid in the grave and seal that tomb also was very important. But I mean, how? what's the value of those two things, death and burial? If you don't have the resurrection power, that same spirit that raised up Christ from the dead shall quicken your mortal bodies. We'll be changed, we'll be made into the image of God. What, so, so my message tonight is, is that when we talk about what God is doing in your life, don't say, this year I'll, get, I'll repent, next year I'll get baptized, and maybe the three years from now I'll, I'll look at getting the Holy Ghost. Well, that's not, what, that's not how the Bible operates. God wants you to get the whole bill of goods now. This is a complete package tonight. You can't just say, uh, I'll... I'll Look, it's obvious I'm giving a little. I'm, I'm improving. I'm doing better, Pastor. Look, I've, got, I've repented. I, mean, I thought you wanted me to do that. Well, yes, we do want you to do that. Well, well, <laughs> it can't stop there. And if that's true in, the, in, the, in a new Christian beginning, that we want them to, to the Bible says we die with Christ by Dying to ourselves, we, we repent. God, not my will, but thy will be done. That's repentance. When we truly say, Lord, I, I'm going to live for you. Amen. And the second, though, is just equally as important, that we have to be buried by baptism in water. It's, it's an, an act of obedience that we have to do. And the Bible says that we are buried with Christ by baptism. We have to have that. I'm not telling you anything you don't already know. I'm just trying to put it all together for you tonight. And, and, and we can't leave the person doing better. They've repented. They've gotten baptized. And now, and now we're dissatisfied they're coming to church. No. We've got to encourage them. Move toward God's fulfillment. Get everything you can get tonight. Go all the way. Let God fill you with the Holy Ghost. Because then you'll have that new creature in Christ Jesus. Then all the scriptures become real to you. Amen. But if that's true for our new convert, and that's true for our children that are being raised in church. And we, we've got to get them to go beyond just being our children, that they want to start to become a part of the church, active members. But it goes beyond that. What about you and I tonight? Because also that death is me denying myself. That burial is is 
being able to have a no in my life that I am willing to uh, say no to these things that are, have taken me down in the past, of the pit I've fallen in in the past, but no longer I'm going to stand true for God. And we have that death, and we have that burial, and we have that resurrection power through every situation we fight with in our life, through every habit we're trying to break, through every habit we're trying to form, through every old memory we're trying to get out of our mind so it's not as strong as it used to be, through every past action that we did that was sinful or wrong, and now we're new creatures, we're not going to go that same path anymore. You see, we can, we can have part of this thing, come to church, hear the preaching, say we're apostolic, but, but it doesn't stop just getting it. It's not the old adage of, I got the t-shirt, was there when it happened. Jesus' sacrificial death without burial and resurrection would be insufficient. And that would be insufficient in your life and mine, too. You have to be, tonight, looking at 2024 as a challenge. Oh, that we would be able to say, I'm not going to do like I have in the past. I'm going I'm to draw some lines in prayer tonight. I'm going to draw some lines, and I'm going to say, God, I'm going to do it differently this year by the help of God. Luke 24, 46 says this. <coughs> Pardon me. And said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behooved Christ. Look at that behooved Christ sometime. To suffer and to rise from the dead the third day. He, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame. Jesus didn't only die on the cross. He had to die from his youth. He had, he had overcome that young entrepreneurial spirit that wanted to go and do things. He had overcome all the things that he had, had fought with in order for him to do his father's will. And I'm telling you today that this is, reality is true in our life today. I'm not saying these things to, to say you aren't or you, sh, you should be doing better. I'm saying for you to realize that how important it is to get the whole package in your life working. How could a follower of Christ Jesus ever do less than what he did? How would we... I thought we were supposed to follow him in death, burial, and resurrection. When the old life is put away and holiness, a, a desire to please God in our life, uh, characterizes our new life and it reveals it. And we no longer continue in sin. That's what God is looking for in our life. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 This is the reason why the Lord suffered and died and was buried and rose again. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 says, Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So the claim of receiving something for the Lord is empty or insufficient. 
if it doesn't produce something in our lives. We need, we need to produce characteristics that the Lord wants us to have tonight. Um, we do that not by judging ourselves among ourselves. Well, I'm doing at least as good as so-and-so. That's, that's not right thinking. What we need tonight is to be able to let a man examine himself and see whether he be in the faith. Let a, let a human being look at themselves in church tonight and say, God, how am, am I, have I bypassed some of my calling tonight to somehow make my life easier? Cornelius was an incredible man. These verses in chapter 10 of Acts reveal some incredible qualities of a man. And remember, he doesn't have the Holy Ghost yet. He's not a churchgoer. He can't, even, he can't enter, even enter into the temple. This is a pagan. This is a heathen. This is a man, and by his occupation, is hated of the Jews. They don't like Roman soldiers. They aren't their protectors. They're their accusers watching for them. And so Cornelius reveals to us the very essence of what this whole wholeness means tonight with this man. It is also sufficient only when all of the gospel has been fulfilled in their life. And Cornelius didn't stop there, but he wanted it to be completely fulfilled in his family also. I think that's one of the greatest qualities there in that story is that he said, I and my household are all here. Tell us what we need to do. Give us the word. Amen. You see, feeling God's spirit and fulfilling God's plan are really two entirely different things. This is what Cornelius told Peter in Acts 10 and 33. He said, immediately, therefore, when? Immediately, therefore, I sent for thee. And thou hast well done that thou art come. Now, therefore, we are all here, present before God, to hear all things that are commanded thee of God. My challenge to this church tonight is don't, let us become satisfied with us four no more. Don't let us be satisfied tonight with just saying we've done some good things, we've seen some good things, we've talked to some people, we've put on some good uh, plan to, to reach people and encourage them in our community. We've done some good things in 2023. That was a good year. Thank God for the steady growth we've had of people coming and the influence this church has now is growing. And that's, that's incredible. But we need to study the word tonight for a revelation for our life. Not just to gain knowledge, not just to receive information, but we need to start seeking God this year and saying, God, I, I want you to reveal to me. I want to understand. I want to grow in you. Today, to obey the death, the burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ is the greatest honor the church has. That's what makes us different today is that we're not doing this for ourselves. 
We're not doing this because of, of some sort of pedigree. We're doing it because we trust the Lord and we know that if we follow in his footsteps through the death and the burial and the resurrection of Jesus Christ, we shall live with him. Amen. Harvey Cox was a Harvard professor, obviously not one of the ones they have now. <laughs> but he said this, he said, not to decide is to decide not to. You have to realize tonight, if it was worth starting out for, this year, let's just give it our all. Let's just, let's just fan the flame. Let's just water the ground. Let's put fertilizer in the soil. Let's give this seed that God has placed in our life every opportunity to grow and increase tonight. Let's let this church see growth. Even if we don't have another person come uh, this, this coming weekend, I want to see growth in your life and in mine because we are fertile ground. We are seed prepared and ready for the master's work. Stanley Jones, um, a man you may know of, and many books he wrote. He said this, if you don't make up your mind, then your, un then your unmade mind will unmake you. We can't allow ourselves to dance around the peripheral. We can't allow ourselves... Now, now it's going to require some things. God, maybe he's talking to you about some things in your life. Just be tender before God. Open your heart to him. God's going to help you through every adversity you're facing. He's going to help you through every struggle, every habit you've formed that's bad. He's going to help you overcome that. Be patient and work with the Lord on that. It's not all or nothing. For you to be of one mind with God doesn't mean you don't have problems. It means that you are giving yourself wholly to the Lord. And you're going to find the answer through him. Amen. Cornelius, a good man, just man, one who feared God, one who gave much alms to the people. What an incredible church membership role we would like to place him in today. But oh, far more, far greater was this thing that God saw in him that he wanted him to have wholeness. Cornelius, to me, is no different than the tenth leper. Oh, the other nine went off to follow the, the protocol for, for the Jewish uh, priests and, and get themselves cleansed. But this one perceived a hunger and a desire for God, and he turned around and fell and worshipped him. And the difference between the nine and the number ten was the difference of being healed versus being made whole. Tonight, God wants to make your life whole in him. There's a confidence that's, that could be in your life. I'm not, again, I, when I say these things, I'm not meddling. I'm not trying to say that you don't have it now. I just want you to know I feel like God let me know today that God is going to do a great thing in this church. And you, you are the core. And there are others who couldn't be here tonight. I don't mean to, I'm not trying to cut them off. 
I'm just saying, this church has a core of good people here. And, and understand that God wants others to see how that you respond, how you react to the word, how you work in God's kingdom, how you desire for God's will to be done in your life. And that's going to be what builds this church. Oh, I can get a Bible study in here and there. I can challenge people along the way. And then I can have them over for dinner or something and, and try to be friendly. But, but they're going to watch your lives because you're the outcome of all that's preached here. You're the fulfillment of the word. Amen. And so have that zeal. Have that boldness tonight. Not to change your personality. If you're meek and mild, fine. Nothing wrong with that. But just, I want you to be confident who you are. I want you to know tonight that God's got this thing for you. Amen. And I think the Lord's planning on using you. Using, not in a bad term, but in a good one because you're making yourself available. Would you stand with me tonight? So you can have qualities in your life that are essential, but if, but if, you, if you are not doing the entire package, then it's going to fall short. It's not going to be able to fulfill and do all that it was meant to do. And so tonight, church, the Lord is for you. He wants to bless your families. He wants to move in your lives. He wants to help you on your jobs. Amen. God's got good things ahead for you. Just live for him. Give him your all. Amen. And watch how the Lord fills the blanks. Amen. It takes care of us. Sister Susie, do you have a song tonight? Am I catching you off guard? Jesus on the inside Working on the outside Oh, what a change in my life Jesus on the inside Working on the outside Oh, what a change in my life Jesus on the inside Working on the outside Oh, what a change 